Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Krish and I am your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development, and the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating the life you actually want to be experiencing. No more hoping, wishing, continuing, telling you telling yourself a story that you are so stuck or you feel so blocked, but instead knowing exactly how to navigate those periods whereby you feel like you are stuck and knowing exactly how to tap into the innate power that you walk around with, the power you hold to create the reality that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels really freaking fantastic. And the other day I was trying to someone and they asked me, how are you so passionate about the work you do, even from your energy and the way you show up, whether it's on your podcast or Instagram, you're just always seeming so in love with what you do. And Firstly, I'm so appreciative. I think the older you get, the more you appreciate compliments about your energy. But in full transparency, I think, well, there's many reasons why I'm so passionate about the work I do. But I think the primary one is because I know that feeling that comes with feeling like everyone around you is moving on and you're stuck. Your life feels mediocre and meh. And knowing deep down you want more, more not knowing, not really knowing what that something more looks like and more importantly how to even make it a reality and that is why whether you are a paying client of mine or not I try to give as much content and value so that you can start making small changes to your current lifestyle because when you really change the way you show up you will start to see the way things show up in your life also shift but it all starts and ends with you and if you want to get beyond your circumstances and create something new for yourself, then you need to get beyond yourself. You need to become a new version of you. And it doesn't mean you have to overhaul your life overnight, but instead it's how can I slightly tweak the way I'm showing up? Because those slight, seemingly negligible tweaks over a period of time, they add up. And before you know it, the way you show up, the habits you engage in, the way you think and speak about your life, the people you hang out with, the kind of choices you make, they are so different to who you used to be before. And that is when you start to see different circumstances unfolding in your life. And for today's podcast, as I record it, it is almost two years since I had one of my most dreamiest holidays. And that was a trip to the Maldives back in December 2020. And I wanted to talk about it and why it's such a memory that I will forever cherish and why it was so dreamy. And long story short, Maldives, like most people, has always been some a place on my bucket list that I would want to visit. But in my mind, I used to think that I would only visit the Maldives on my honeymoon. It was just almost a given. And I held on to this preconceived notion, primarily because of the idea that Maldives, it's so expensive. In my mind, there was no way 
I would be able to afford a trip to the Maldives on my own. Or at least that is a story I kept telling myself. Here's the thing. Fast forward to December 2020. Not only was I able to single-handedly fund my own trip there, I was also able to take my mom there for her birthday. And for me, that will forever be one of the most satisfying memories that I will forever cherish for a number of reasons. Number one, how cool that you can take your mom on a holiday. How cool that you can give your mom such an amazing gift for all the years and energy she's invested in you. Like our moms deserve the world, like literally. And I will keep giving as much as I can to the degree that I can. But more than that, how amazing to know that you can create a life that supports you and you're able to have the freedom to do things you want to do as opposed to needing someone or something outside of you to make it a reality. Whether that's a spouse, whether that's a parent, whatever it is. But for so many of us, and I say it because at one point that was my story too, it was keeping myself trapped and thinking and doubting my own potential to create the reality and outcomes I desire. And for me, when people ask me, why do you, you know, teach people how to manifest money? And it's almost, it's almost this, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, This idea, sorry, this association that manifesting money makes you greedy. And I love I love talking about manifesting money, especially with my female clients, because they're the ones who seem to experience the most guilt. And we shortchange ourselves, no pun intended, because of this idea that if I want more money, it means I'm greedy. But that's when knowing yourself and really developing a relationship with yourself is so important, because when you know the kind of person you are and your real intention for wanting more money and that it doesn't necessarily mean you're greedy, it's so much easier to associate, sorry, to draw in the kind of cash you want because now there's no resistance. But the more you tell yourself a story, then, for example, wanting more money makes you greedy, the more you inevitably repel it from your reality. And more than wanting money just to be able to buy Chanel bags every now and then, which don't get me wrong, we all like a bit of Chanel, but it's more for the freedom that having money gives you. Money brings you choices and choices brings you freedom. Knowing you can do something, whatever that is, whether it's a trip, whether it's signing up with a mentor, whether it's going out and buying a material good, whether it's moving countries, whether it is upgrading your current living situation, whatever it is, knowing that you have the funds to be able to is one of the most empowering states to operate out of. Think about, I'm sure at one stage you've wanted to do something, but you held back because of the price. Maybe you didn't have the funds to go out and do it, or maybe there was a part of you that did have the funds, but the idea of spending so much money on yourself just seemed so uncomfortable. And I share this because as women, we create so many unnecessary limitations and conditions for how we can live our lives and what we are capable of. And this is one thing which the more women I speak to, the more I know that this is a need for every woman. Just just as some people haven't recognized that this is something they deep down want for themselves is having the freedom to live a life on their terms. But instead, we hold on to self-imposed expectations that really carry zero validity. And because of these self-imposed expectations, we end up operating from a place of judgment and not feeling good enough. And then we create 
toxic cycles of inadequacy whereby we deep down know we're not doing enough, that we're playing small, then we inevitably feel like we're not good enough. And then our likelihood of going after the very things we want becomes less and less because deep down, we don't feel we are capable. And in the process, we only block ourselves from experiencing the kind of joy and abundance we deep down desire. You know, just take a few minutes and I really want you to think of one of your desires that you're currently manifesting, whether it's more money, whether it's a holiday, whether it's a job, whether it is a relationship, whether it is more meaningful friendships, whether it's improving your well-being, whatever it is your heart currently desires. And then I want to ask you, what kind of conditions are you placing on yourself? What story are you telling yourself in terms of that the only way it's possible is if something else has to happen? And here's the thing, is that every time you need something or someone to make your desire a reality, you inevitably underestimate your own innate power and potential to create the outcome you desire. And also in the process, you are trying to use your logic to figure out the way in which your desire can unfold. And that comes from a place of micromanaging and control, which as we've discussed in multiple episodes, that is one of the most repelling energies to be operating out of because you instantly shut your connection with the universe and you aren't allowing yourself to be supported but also is you're forgetting that there are infinite ways in which your desire can unfold. But when we're operating from a place of conditions, so this has to happen in order for my desire to unfold, we are coming from a place of lack and scarcity. And until we show up from a place of abundance and really hold on to the story from a visceral level, that like there are an infinite number of ways in which my desire can unfold, we're only going to prevent ourselves from accessing the kind of outcome that we desire. And trust me, is that when you can let go of that resistance, the way in which your desire will unfold will be in a way that it's so much easier and better than anything your logic can create. And this is exactly why the work we do around here is so transformative. From day one, we start clearing out your existing blocks, which are currently leaving you feeling powerless and stuck. And that feeling of, I've done everything, but nothing seems to work. And here's the thing is that if you've done everything, quote unquote, but nothing seems to work, then I can assure you, you've not done everything. You've just done everything you know. And manifestation requires a lot of shutting down your ego, that part of you that thinks it knows it all and has done it all. But instead, can you allow yourself to be open? Can you allow yourself to recognize that if you're not getting what you want, there is some way you are resisting it like all of us you have a blind spot or maybe multiple and until you clear out those blocks you're not going to be able to create the outcome you desire but it's not because that desire is impossible or you're the exception and so much of it stems from how am I viewing my circumstances and like I said what are the conditions I'm placing on myself because ultimately your life is nothing more than an illusion it is a projection of your mind. And I read I read this interesting statistic the other day that as humans, through our, through our awareness, we can really only focus on 0.4% of reality as a whole. So there's 99.6% of reality that we have zero access to right now. 
And that's the thing is that when you're looking at your current life, feeling exasperated or frustrated, you have to remind yourself that there are an infinite number of possibilities that coexist at any given moment. But right now, your awareness is so heavily fixated on your current circumstances and the unwanted patterns that you're experiencing. And if you want to start drawing in something new, then it means energizing a new possibility. It means shifting where your focus is going and stop telling yourself a disempowering story such as something or someone has to come into my experience in order for me to get what I want. But instead, when you can show up with the knowingness that you are the deciding factor in your life and the only thing that matters is making sure that your focus and state of being is in alignment with the outcome you're creating. It doesn't really matter whether you have that spouse in your life or whether you meet the right doctor or whatever it is. But instead, when you can get into that place where your energy aligns with the outcome you're creating, you will naturally draw in the outcome you want because you are now showing up as the magnet. And even if you look on it from a scientific point of view, if it's hard for your mind to get on board with this idea from a manifestation point of view, then Google the observer effect. And what the observer effect really states is that as humans, our observation of reality has the power to shape and bend reality. And so if you want to start experiencing a different outcome, it starts with telling yourself a new story. It means shifting your focus towards the direction you want to go. And that comes with a lot of self-discipline and also self-awareness and really being able to ignore what is in front of you. But if we're not being aware about it, it's so easy to get triggered by what's in front of us. We react, we energetically feed the unwanted outcome and we perpetuate more of the same. But instead, when you can now get beyond yourself, when you can now start to choose, how am I going to feel? And where does my focus need to go in order for me to align with the outcome I'm creating? That is how now the reality you want will eventually collapse into your current life. And what I will also add you to, to, add to, add to this is, and I say this almost in every episode, and the reason I do so is because as humans, we love to overcomplicate everything in front of us. And you have to remind yourself that complexity, complexity Oh, wow, I can't speak English. Complexity repels, simplicity attracts. And the more we can simplify how we show up in our manifestation process, the easier it is to get on board with it and actually execute it in our favor. And no matter what it is that you are currently desiring, it will only come to you through the path of least resistance. And in order to now start drawing in the outcome you want as an intention manifester, you need to go inwards and clear up all the resistance or at least start clearing up the resistance, which is putting you out of alignment with the reality you are creating for yourself. And what do I mean when I say resistance? Think about anything that is making you feel like crap, for lack of a better word, whether it is your fears, getting triggered, your own negative thoughts, limitations, being around certain people, your insecurities, your doubts. You can tell yourself, but this is the way I've always been. But if you're not willing to do something about it, and if you're just putting it under a rug because it's too uncomfortable to deal with, okay, that's fine. You'll get that temporary moment of relief. But until you clear out this resistance, you're not going to be able to move past your current circumstances. And here's the thing, and I think this is something which a lot of times we fall into these all or nothing mindset when it comes to manifestation is we tell ourselves that 
if I say I don't need this to happen, does it mean I don't want it? And I'll relate it back to my Maldives story. Is that, like I said, I always thought I would go to the Maldives on my honeymoon. So technically, I was needing another person to take me on this trip. And just because I was able to fund this trip on my own, it doesn't mean that I, A, no longer need a man. And it doesn't mean that I no longer need a man to take care of me or need a man to want to take me on holidays. Because here's the thing is that when I get married, absolutely, I want an amazing honeymoon. I want my partner to take care of me. I want my partner to be able to support both of us financially. But at the same time, there's a difference. Because I don't need him to. I want him to, but I don't need him to. Because everything I'm expecting from him, I can do on my own too. And when you can approach your desire from this place of pure wantingness and from a non-resistant energy, the way it unfolds is going to be so much quicker. But a lot of times we are energetically strangling our desire because of that neediness. And if you have even read one or two things on manifestation, you know the importance of letting go and detaching from outcomes. And detaching doesn't mean you no longer want it, but it means detaching from the need for that desire to unfold before you give yourself permission to feel a certain way. And the quicker you can detach, that is when you will see it unfold into your reality. And so right now, with this podcast episode, I really encourage you to reevaluate how you're showing up for your current desires. What are the conditions you are placing on yourself? Number one. And then number two is how are you holding on to neediness energy? What or who are you needing in order for your desire to unfold? But more importantly, how can you now start to drop that energy and shift that resistance so that you are becoming a, the ver more in alignment with the version of you who already has her desire? And before I tap out of today's episode, I will say that we have opened up for early enrollment for my signature group coaching program, Master Your Manifestations Accelerator. The fourth round officially starts in January. We are almost at 50% capacity, and I'm obsessed with the women who have already joined such an incredible caliber of women, and I know there's going to be so much synergy. And over the six weeks of the Master Manifestation Accelerator, we are really doing this deep internal work to clear out your existing resistance, to help you identify and move past your blocks and blind spots so that you're able to start effortlessly drawing in your big desires, whether that means improved well-being, the career that gets you jumping out of bed, attracting more money with more ease, more fulfilling and loving relationships, whatever it is that your heart desires, how to really become an energetic match so that you no longer need to try so hard, so that you're not spending your days meditating all day long or repeating flowery affirmations all the time. And so if this is something you feel you are ready for at this stage of your journey, you can head to the show notes for the link and for more details. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.